0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to So What's News, Michelle Francoise. Welcome back. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited that you're here, which means it's almost the weekend. I freaking love the weekend. I cannot wait. It's actually Friday when I'm recording this. It's almost 9 pm because I'm just being naughty and I forgot to. Ew, that sounds so weird. I forgot to record an episode earlier, but I thought I would just record one now because I've had like a certain burst of inspiration and I thought, why not share? the limited knowledge that I have with you. It sounded like I was about to cry just then. I don't know why. It's a bit strange. Anyways, let's jump straight into the episode. Actually, so today, what did I do? I had work seven to four, just like the restaurant. You know, just doing my thing, giving people meals, whatever. Then help my friend move lots of her boxes into a car. She's driving to Broome, which I'm like, I miss you so much already. Oh my gosh! I literally, like, could have cried. Like, I'm not seeing my friend for like three months, which is so dramatic. But after living for a year together at college, you tend to miss people after not seeing them for a few hours, which you might be like, "Hey, girl, that is codependency, and that's not really healthy." But like, fair enough, right? What else did I do? I went out for bubble tea. Love it. Love it there's this place called a high tea in broadway it's so tasty i highly recommend going there it's in perth which you might be like where is that but yeah also at the start of this episode i just wanted to mention something so freaking embarrassing that happened like 20 minutes before i started recording this podcast so i was at taylor road iga which is very specific i don't know why i said the exact name of it anyways i was just there for some random reason i think my friend wanted to buy some like cash nuts and just like breakfast cereal it's just like a normal supermarket or like convenience store whatever right so we're standing there and i'm on my period i was wearing black shorts and i pull i'm trying to pull out my wedgie because I've got a pad on and I'm talking to all my friends and I go I can't get this fucking wedgie out and I make direct eye contact with one of the people that work there. And it was the most fucking awkward thing in my life because he was literally staring at me five seconds. And I was like, what is wrong with me? I've been so awkward recently. Like, seriously, so awkward. If you ever feel worried if this is your dilemma of the week and you feel awkward at the moment, just think you genuinely could not have been more awkward than me today. What the frick? Anyways, goodbye. Let's talk about the dilemmas today. Remember that my DMs are always open if you want to send me your confessions, your dilemmas, comment, review, all of that. Just get in contact with me. As you guys know, my Instagram, and all my other social media is at charfrancoise which is my instagram and pretty much all my other social media is at charfrancoise which is c-h-a-r-f-r-a-n-c-o-i-s-e that's it Perfect. Hopefully you've written that down. Send me your dilemmas. Send me your questions. My voice sounds like I'm about to like cry. I don't know why. I think my voice is a bit irritated because I like slept with my mouth open last night. I swear. I went to bed and then like five seconds later, my alarm went off and I had to like wake up. You know that like video? It's like, I don't know, maybe it's like a Lord video or something. She just puts her head down and just get straight back up. So I haven't titled this podcast episode just yet. I've read all the dilemmas. I've handpicked. I say handpicked, like obviously the handpicked. It's just me doing this. I picked some of them to talk to you guys about because I thought that they were quite, quite interesting. You might have a similar problem in your life. Someone you know might have a similar problem in their life. Just anything. And I thought, why not? share it with everyone as per usual you know that all of these are anonymous i don't mention names or anything like that so you know that no one's gonna listen to it no one's gonna know who it's about right as always if you are seriously struggling with something this is just a little disclaimer make sure to reach out to someone like a trusted professional you know your sister your mom your dad your friends a therapist just anyone and talk to them if you're really struggling with something because what do i know right all i can help you with is this weekly podcast episode it's talking about your dilemmas right these are the three titles so far relationship advice babes let's be real here relationships or just a shit time i answer your dilemmas sex heartbreak and silly partners i answer your dilemmas i don't know if any of them are even good lol also everyone seemed to really like my first girl talk episode which i'm so glad about thank you so much for that just makes me feel so good inside makes me feel so helpful if i can actually help one person by giving them advice on you know on a dilemma. Also i just love listening to girl talk episodes i love listening to girls bathroom and on wednesdays we drink wine that this is you know kind of my vibe i would love to do one of these like once a month so here is the first dilemma my boyfriend's going on a trip with his friend soon i'm a bit worried with all the things about annie radchowski and everyone being cheated on at the moment i mean even victoria sega model is being cheated on i feel insecure what do you think about lads holiday and what should i do I think with pop culture and celebrities and everything, it's so easy to just be sucked into this one opinion, especially on the internet. You know, the algorithms kind of favor one search. If you're searching, hey, how to make a cucumber salad, it will show you 20, you know, decisions, 20 recipes about how to make cucumber salad. In the same way that if you type up, what is the likelihood of someone cheating on me? It's going to come up with chances that you are. Or if you type up about the red and all that, you know, it's probably going to show up that something bad's happened. And honestly, celebrities, like, especially, as- You know, you might not like this answer, and like, fair enough, right? Celebrities are very disconnected from us. They live a very different life. We don't really know what's going on. We don't even know if if any of those rumors are true, first of all. I think it's also not good to base it off people around your life because you might be like, oh, well, you know, Sally got cheated on, so that means that I'm going to get cheated on. Like, why the heck does it mean that because it's happened to one person, it's going to happen to you, right? It doesn't mean it's a likely thing to happen, first of all. Also, my opinion. If you think that someone's going to cheat on you on a lads holiday, I assume that's kind of where you're going about with this question. You probably shouldn't be with them because you should have full trust in your partner and they should have full trust in you. I mean, seriously, like if you can't trust them to go on a holiday with their friends, what the heck, right? There's something seriously wrong. Is it you don't trust their friends? Because if you don't really trust their friends, I'm sorry, but the people you hang out with are a reflection of you, right? It's like that thing about James Corden where everyone was saying like, oh, you know, is it interesting that like Harry Styles friends with James Corden because this thing came out by James Corden that he was like super rude to this chef at this restaurant in New York City and he got banned for it. And people were like, are we surprised? I'm purely just stating a fact and like a news story here. This isn't like what I think. Please know that. Like James Corden, if you want me on a show in like five years when I'm like even more of a go boss here than now, like please please invite me um i think uh, so yeah i think quite frankly if you're worried about his friends like if his friend's gonna egg him on to do something have a look at your boyfriend and be like hey who is this person that i'm going out with right are they likely to do something about it in my opinion and i'm not saying this to be like oh my god like i'm like on a little high horse because i'm my relationship's perfect and everything, like, obviously not right. No relationship, no friendship, nothing in life is perfect. As much as you might think, like, Lady Gaga's perfect, like, she's not, like, no one's perfect, right? I think, personally, I have full trust in my partner, and if he wants to have a lot of holiday, fine, you know, go ahead, have fun, right? But I think it would be a bit different if all of his friends were, like, sleazy and being like, oh my god, like, get with someone else, that's not Charlotte. Then, obviously, I'd be like, you know what, it's not just, don't go on that holiday. It's, like, respectfully don't want to go out with you there's two million people in perth alone and i live in the most isolated city in the world imagine how many people there are in new york or connecticut i don't know why i said connecticut it's like right next to new york i think so you know how many people are there in italy or anywhere right that's the thing so you may as well just get with someone else as i say my friends sometimes just get a new one you know what i mean also i think you know, have a conversation with him, maybe just be like, hey, look, you know, I've been feeling a little bit insecure about X, Y, Z at the moment. Maybe it's just seeing like accumulation of like celebrities being cheated on and just hearing so much in the media about people, you know, not trusting their boyfriend's going on a trip. Like, you know, can you, can we just have a conversation about this can you reassure me you know that everything is going to be fine quite frankly if your partner is the right person for you they're going to have that conversation and reassure you and be like hey look you know i love you or i really like you of course i wouldn't disrespect you in that way I'm just gonna have fun with my friends also respectfully if my boyfriend was like you can't go on a gal's trip i would be like literally yourself right and i know that's like really harsh but i'm sorry i love going on trips with my friends it's just different right and that doesn't mean that a girl's trip is like oh my god let's get smashed and hook up with random boys it's It's like, let's go to the beach, relax, read our book, have a few April spritz, you know, maybe go for a hike, whatever, right? I mean there's heaps of different trips right I've gone on like a few trips where it's just been drinking with girls or a few trips that aren't and also yeah I would hate for someone to tell me that I couldn't go on a holiday so yeah I just think I also think though sometimes it's very easy to kind of like make up a problem in your head and really work yourself up for no reason when frankly, if your boyfriend hasn't shown any signs that he's been a bit off recently or a bit weird or that anything weird would happen at the lads holiday I think it's completely fine and I think we'll all sort itself out but honestly just have a conversation with him, write a few things in your journal, you know, just write down your anxious thoughts. That's something that seriously helped me recently. Is just take a step back and think, what evidence do I actually have of this? Is this actually something that's likely going to happen, or where is this stemming from? Even small things as me saying, you know, I don't want to go out on Saturday night, I don't want to go clubbing, I don't want to go drinking, I don't want to hang out with my friends, but. I feel really anxious and guilty. And I sat down and I was like, okay, Charlotte, why do you feel anxious anxious and guilty right now? And then I kind of realized it's because I don't want to feel like I'm wasting my time. And I feel like I was feeling the need to be productive. So then I looked at myself and was like, Hey, look, okay, how can I change this kind of thought process? Because you can't be productive all the time and you can relax and that's completely fine. Right? So that's kind of what I kind of, that's kind of what I did just to try and sort that out. So I really recommend you do those things and I hope that it all goes well. Gilly pop. I don't like that a pop, but anyways. Okay, here is the second question. I'm in a peculiar situation. I love the word peculiar, It's so like, ooh, like quirky, sussy. I've been seeing this girl for about three weeks. She's good, and I have to admit that I kind of think I like her. But here's the problem: my pals just connected. I love what you said pals. With. My pals just connected with her on Tinder and said that he simply did so to signal if she's still available, seeing someone else. Otherwise, why would she still have Tinder and other dating apps downloaded? My question is. Are my friends the issue and is he telling the truth about why he's swiping on the girl that I'm interested? in, Or am I completely in the wrong because we aren't officially dating to tell the girl that she shouldn't really be on dating apps? How should I approach this girl or should I simply ignore this sort of orange flag? To be honest I feel like this is very relatable for everyone because I feel like this kind of comes up pretty much with everyone at some stage. I think to be honest three weeks isn't a very long time to be seeing someone and to be exclusive. Also I feel like you definitely need to have a conversation about how exclusive you are with someone at least that to me I feel like I need someone to write it on my forehead I really like you let's be exclusive otherwise I'm like oh, okay well we're not kind of right you know I think it's good to just kind of draw that boundary and kind of realize okay where are we you know in this relationship, in this friendship, in this situationship, all of that. I think, to be honest, you know your friends really well. And if they are telling the truth and they're saying that they connected with her on Tinder to see, okay, why she's swiping on other guys? Then, you know, completely fair enough. I honestly think that'd be fine because it kind of says something, right? If she's matching with people, she's probably interested in seeing lots of other people and then you know you might be thinking okay well what do I do about that do I say hey look you know I'm kind of keen on you or kind of want to become a bit more exclusive or do you leave it I think that's completely up to you to do it I don't think you should try and create like a problem in your head and kind of just think okay your friends are lying because you kind of just think that out of no way whereas I think if they've done that in the past or they've shown evidence or something that they have done that or want to do that I think that's a little bit sus a little bit sus you know what i mean question number three should i be concerned that my boyfriend never posts me on social media he doesn't even post but i keep thinking that this is weird does he not want to flaunt me okay here's the thing right i know we live in a super social media obsessed like obsessed society right everything's social media everything's online. Maybe I'm a little bit more chronically online online than the average person. I wouldn't say I'm chronically online though. Like I go online, like maybe like three hours a day, whatever. But I think that it's very easy to get warped into social media and be like, oh my God, social media is everything. Social media is your presence, your identity and all that. And while it is partly, you know, your social presence online and what people see when they type up your name, like when people type up, you know, Charlotte Francoise, you know, it comes up with kind of particular image of who you are, right? But I also think at the same time, in my opinion, I think, which is kind of coming from someone who's a content creator, kind of trying to be one. You don't need to have this carefully curated perfect image online. I think that's kind of annoying and just kind of who cares? Like I just post photos because I find them fun and I like posting photos of my friends. Or if I'm wearing, like, a cute little outfit I saved up, like, heaps of money for, like, my realization part dress. Like, you know I'm taking, like, 20 million photos of that shit and putting it everywhere, right? I think, to be honest, ask... I mean, look, you can always make a joke out of it. Like, oh, you know, oh, you know, oh. Well, well, well it's, like, a basic name that's, like, not too basic so someone doesn't get offended. Let's say his name is Phil. Oh, Phil, um, oh, you know, how come you never post on social media? Haha, <laughs> like, you've never posted a photo of me together, photo of us together, all of that. You could kind of just make it in joke, kind of make it lighthearted. To be honest, I think like, honestly, it doesn't really matter. A lot of the time, I feel like the people who post their relationship 24-7 are actually the ones that are, like overcompensating for something. And like, I know that's very controversial, but it's It's honestly been like proven right so many freaking times. Also, if he doesn't post on social media, it doesn't really matter. It makes you feel any better. That's like the same with my boyfriend. He literally does not have Instagram downloaded. Like every, maybe every like two, three weeks, he will go onto Safari and top up Instagram and answer his DMs, which are mostly just memes from his friends and from me. And you might be like, Charlotte, you're so delusional. Like boys are not like that. And maybe they're not right, but I have asked him before, I've been like, oh, how come you don't post any photos? Like, there's plenty of nice photos of you at events or whatever. And he's just like, you know, it's just not something that really interests me. Like, I just don't feel the need to. My photos just, like, sit in my camera roll. And it's like, oh, okay, you know, some people just have that different kind of point of view and just aren't interested in the same type of things. And that's, like, completely fine. And some people are like that. I don't think it's a question that he doesn't want to flaunt you whatsoever a complete different scenario and i'm just saying complete opposite to this just because you know why not it just kind of helps to bring comparison if he was like commenting onto like Summer ray and just like all these influencers or all these like really beautiful girls post like "I my i love you or you're so sexy or you know like the stuff that adam levine was saying then that's a bit different then it's like okay he wants to look available so he's not posting on social media if he's not doing that though probably just doesn't use it to be honest and I think that's fine. So, yes, hope it all works out, girly pal. But it definitely will. Question number four. What happened to the uni life I was promised? No woman, no friends. It's all pain and sub five hours of sleep these days. Okay, Um, that was very quick. Lots of information in a very short sentence. Let's just dive straight into it. I think uni life, and you might be like, Charlotte, it's really not that deep. And I say that all the time, but a lot of times things aren't that deep. But I feel like I may try and make everything. Uni is not what you see in the movies, right? Let's be real. I When I first started uni, I was like, okay, sick. I study for like two days a week, don't have to go do, do anything. You know, I go to my classes, I study, I finish my assignments, and I can have fun with my friends the entire time. But that's just not the reality. Like, to be honest, I study almost every day. But I feel like maybe that's because I've got a poor time management or just because like, I'm a bit of a tryhard in that sense. So I just can't study effectively, I guess. That's fine. No woman. I mean, that's literally fine. You, as I say, you do not need to have a partner or have a romantic interest or someone you're hooking up with at all. You can literally just be happy by yourself, right? So I think that's completely fine. Also, sometimes it's about the question of like putting yourself out there. Put yourself out there and be like, hey, uh, hey, let me go. What book are you reading? Look, I don't know. I Honestly, think doesn't mean that it's always like you have to be the one to put yourself out there. Don't get me wrong. But sometimes it can be, right? No, friends, I think maybe there needs to be like a little bit more reflection on this and is it are you saying that you don't have any friends at uni because I understand it can be very difficult especially if you go to a uni that's primarily online because then you know people aren't really people don't really go their classes I know that's the case with some of the unis here people don't go their classes so they don't make any friends they don't know people in their classes, and their tutes, all of that. I would recommend, honestly, people always say this and I know it sounds really cringe, but like you could potentially join a club at uni. At the uni that I go to, which is the University of Notre Dame, the clubs aren't really big here, to be honest, but at ones like UWA, which is the University of Western Australia, it's quite like a big, I mean, it's the biggest uni here, right? Everyone kind of goes there you know, they have heaps and heaps of clubs for, like, every interest. Everyone goes there, heaps of my friends have made really good friends with other people through that, which is great. Um, I think it's all a question of, like, just putting yourself out there. Like, honestly, it's... I understand it can be hard and like socially anxious to go up to like a brand and be like, oh my God, hey, but even it could be something as simple as like sitting next to someone low-key like in the library or if you're in line to some of the coffee shop being like, what are you getting? Actually, maybe don't do that. It's kind of strange. I'd kind of be like, oh, what the heck? Someone said that to me. Well, not really, but if I was like really tired, I'd be like, oh, kind of strange, I guess. Otherwise, I think, you know, like sometimes I have like random people that I don't know, like this girl came up to me the other day. She was like, I love your outfit. It looks so nice on you. And that genuinely made my day. It made me feel so freaking good. It made me feel warm and fuzzy because she didn't have to tell me that she didn't have to think something positive about me but she did and she chose to tell me which is really really nice in the same way that you'll probably start a friendship if you say something nice to someone else that doesn't mean be fake and be like i mean i love your boots and then turn around and be like i hate those fucking boots like in mean girls don't do that but i think sometimes it can be hard but if you know if you push yourself out there a little bit sometimes you get some back and then you can pull back a little bit and it's just a back and forth type of thing Unfortunately, that's kind of the point. Or even look outside of uni. Join a sports club. You might be like, sports is my thing. Completely fine. Honestly, you can join clubs about anything. You could join a golf club. You could join a reading club. So many different things. I think there's so many opportunities to meet people. I mean, I've even met people in like the club bathroom and I've been good friends with them because we just got along so well. Or even just for that night, I've had lots of fun with them. Also, you're saying it's all pain. I think you're kind of relating that as like a general picture that all of this is contributing to it being a bit of pain. And I'm sorry to hear that. That actually makes me feel quite upset that you think that. And I hope that it all gets better. Remember that life does get better. Even though it may not seem like it, it does eventually. And you need to kind of hold in there, as I said earlier, you know, maybe you go talk to your uni counsellor or something or something like that. I also think uni life is kind of exaggerated because people go, this is the best three years of your life. No, no, no. Like, I mean, respectfully, if you only get three years that are the best, kind of says something because you're alive for at least like 80 years, or at least that's the average life expectancy at the moment in most countries, right? I'm, I'm pretty sure. Or at least this person's from America. So the life expectancy there is like 80 years old as it is in most, you know, countries I think yeah it's really good to kind of you know even just if you try and get a few more friends or like have some good interactions with people it'll probably help reduce a little bit of that pain and you're getting five hours of sleep these days I think you know sleep is really important and I say that and I'm not the best I'm the same I feel like I get six seven hours of sleep every night because I go to bed way too late. It could be like 12, to 30, and then I wake up at like 6, which is bad, or 7. I honestly think doing little things is really going to improve your life, honestly. And that's not to sound patronizing or anything like that. That's really not my, that's really not the type of approach that I'm trying to do any time in my life, especially not now. But I really think if you can kind of twig, twinge, what's the word? Not twinge. If you can kind of tweak some of the other parts that are making you feel down, then it will all improve. Like if you get seven hours of sleep, you might all of a sudden wake up and be like, wow, I feel fantastic. So yes, I hope your situation improves. Keep me updated. Let me know how's it all going. Also, I was going to quickly go to the bathroom because I'm literally about to pee my pants. Okay. Hey, y'all. I'm back. I'm back, boys. I love that Love Island episode with Georgia. So funny. So funny. Okay, I'm back from being... <laughs> also, you know it's really good is that, well, it's only good in terms of my podcasting, really. A lot of people moving out of the uni accommodation, so it's really quiet tonight, so I can actually record an episode. Slay, sleigh, Slay. Slay, 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 slay day. Okay, also, last thing I want to say about that question. The last thing I want to say about question four is that, honestly, you know, life is hard. Shit happens. I mean, this year, I haven't done nearly as much as I wanted to. I feel like I've spent... A majority of the time studying working doing internships obviously having fun as well but I haven't had as much fun as I wanted and I thought uni would just be like you know whoa, whoa, fun with your friends all the time having fun with yourself you're kind of finding out more about yourself you're finding your interest you're studying something that you enjoy hopefully or you're trying to navigate what you enjoy in life what you want to get out of life and that's difficult and honestly it's not always going to be an upwards spiral which would be fantastic, right? It'd be so easy, but that isn't life. And who knows, next year is a completely new year. It could, everything could completely change for you. And I hope that's the case. And honestly, it's the same with me, with some elements of my life. So yes, love you lots. It will all sort itself out. Okay, next question. Question five. I've been hooking up with my flatmate for a few weeks now. Okay, cheeky. And I can't help but feel upset that he'll be cheating on me when his girlfriend comes to visit. Um, oh what I love this is like the first saucy one that we've had. Yay, thank you so much for all contributing this question to me. Oh okay, I need to look at this from like five different angles because this is wild to me. First of all, good for you, you know, you're hooking up with someone, you're having a good time slate. Like, I think it's so important to like have you know have those experiences, have a good time, explore your body, explore others, just you know, just have a good time in general, right um I do think. The issue with hooking up with your flatmate is that they're your flatmate. Who knows how long you're going to be stuck in your lease for, or your bond and everything. Because what if you stop hooking up with them or something happens and then all of a sudden you're like, freak, I have to see this person every single day and we have beef or something bad has happened. And to be honest, a lot of people are flatmates with people they don't like and that's completely fine. I think that's the first issue with hooking up with someone with your flatmate. It's like really risky, to be honest, because it's not, you can just like escape it's not like you're in some huge accommodation where you can just like walk away like it's your flatmate like I'm assuming usually student accommodation or like you know having a flat with someone there's two rooms three rooms there's two or three people living together you know kitchen bathroom whatever you're in very close proximity so you don't want something bad to happen also first of all from a moral standpoint you should not be getting someone who has a girlfriend I mean what the fuck I'm sorry I cannot give you any sympathy on that I think that's really messed up also respectfully surely I keep saying respectfully before I say something offensive but it doesn't change anything and I know that but also if you're their flatmate you probably knew that he had a girlfriend before you started hooking up with him to me I'm like girl I'm sorry but you know girl or boy whoever right I think maybe girl boy non-binary whoever it is I think you should look in the mirror and just be like, What am I doing? Right. First of all, I don't think it's very fair to them, to both the people, to be getting with one person the relationship because that's just creating chaos and ruining that relationship, right? I'm sorry. I'm not saying it's completely a false. Obviously, that's not the case, right? But I do think it's like a contributing factor to it. I also think it puts yourself in a really awkward position that when his girlfriend comes over to visit, You're in the same room as all three of them. That's kind of what I'm assuming. Or even if you're just in your room, you kind of know something that she doesn't. And that's really uncomfortable and honestly puts like a lot of pressure on you. If you want an example of that happening, it's kind of different. But the novel Conversations with Friends by Sally Rooney and the TV series that's on Amazon Prime kind of has like a similar situation. It's not a flatmate that she's getting with, but it's one of her friend's friends, husband. One of her friends wife's husband who she's getting with something like that it's actually quite a good series to be honest the book was the book was also good it was different from normal people but that's like besides the point that kind of shows how that kind of plays out so yes I would say personally you need to cut it off really soon you need to tell them like hey look I don't really want to do this anymore you don't really have to say why if you don't want to but I would just be like hey look you know this feels wrong I'm sorry that I did that to be honest but I think that's me and I just have a bit of guilty conscious and if I did this respectfully like I don't think I would sleep for, like twenty days. I mean, not 20 days, maybe I want to sleep like 20 hours, a few days. But no, I also think, I don't know, I feel like you don't want to be meddled in this relationship. Obviously, if they have an open relationship or they have some other relationship things that they've negotiated that do, that you don't really know about, like they're allowed to get with other people, that's completely fine. But if you feel as though you are so close that you feel like he's cheating on you when you guys aren't dating and he's dating the other person, that... To me, I'm sorry, that's kind of the issue. And I hope, you know, like I'm not being like, oh my God, you're the problem. But I'm just saying a lot of these actions are contributing to the kind of same thing. So yeah, but look, at least you know now, honestly, proud of you for being self-aware and being like, hey, look, you know, this is a difficult conversation. I'm going to ask someone, hopefully that you trust, which is me, um, and ask them on their advice and what they think of this. So thank you for sending that in. I really appreciate it. And honestly, You know, I understand that sometimes there's super difficult dilemmas and things. So, yes. Next one. It hurts when someone you love madly casually tells you that she can't be anything more than friends. I honestly loved her. I'm not sure I detach that feeling now, but I need to, hence this post. Ha ha. Okay, here's the thing. It's gonna hurt, and here's the thing. This sort of thing is gonna hurt for quite a lot of time, I'm not gonna lie to you, and I'm really sorry that that's the case. Especially if you feel so you love that person. I'm sorry about that. But I guess, at least in a sense, you can kind of see it as dodging a type of bullet almost because, you know, why would you want to be with someone who doesn't want you? There's someone out there who's going to give you everything that you want and meet all of your needs and you're going to have an amazing time with them. And it is really, really hurtful. Like, completely unsound. There's been plenty of times where I've really liked someone and they haven't liked me back or I've been rejected and things. And honestly, it's all part of life. And honestly, you should be proud of yourself for admitting that, you know, or admitting that to yourself, at least, you know, at least, you know, now she's casually told you that she doesn't want to be anything more than friends. I would say, take it, take it on the shoulder, you know, maybe spend a bit more time by yourself kind of just, you know, get through this sort of heartbreak, I guess, and then stay friends with this person. It might need a bit of adjusting, though, because you, it's kind of, it's very difficult to be friends with someone who's, like, broken your heart, like, I completely understand, but I think at some point, though, it will all resolve itself. Yes, sorry, I hope that was detailed enough. It's a bit short, me telling you. Yes. Okay, next question, question eight. I feel worried to talk to my mom about having sexy time and being protected since I haven't been properly taught about it in school and my friends don't really seem to understand the need for protection. Did you discuss this with your mom or how did you overcome having this difficult conversation? Okay, so here's the thing. Personally, I mean, I genuinely would have started, you know, being sexually active a lot younger than I actually was. I just didn't actually find anyone I was really interested in. I was kind of nervous if I got with someone that I wasn't, you know seeing or didn't really know them well that they would spread you know say bad things about me and everything and that's just the way I thought that's just not the case so I literally first had sex when I was 19 I probably sort of had sex when I was like 16 there was someone that I liked just because I was horny then do you know what I mean and that's fine I think I haven't really talked to my mom that much about it when I was younger so I'm assuming that you are a little bit younger than me If you are, if you're not, obviously that's completely fine. I think if I talk about these things with my mom now, obviously it's coming from a protection standpoint. Your mom wants the best for you, same as you do for yourself, right? If you want to protect yourself, that's completely valid. It's super important, you know, whoever you are sleeping with, whether you're sleeping exclusively with that person or with multiple people at the same time protection is just so freaking important and I highly 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 recommend searching up a variety of websites and things to tell you about this there's definitely there's like the health government websites there's different podcasts there's a podcast I think from normal which is this vibrator brand and they release things I also have this app for my period to track my period um I'm not sure what it's called actually so it's not very helpful it's called flow and they also have articles and they have a quite few like professionals who comment on things and say kind of just like generally those comment about these things i think it's really important that if you are searching things online to look at what's real and not look at the fake news and sometimes it can be hard to differentiate from that i also think there are so many freaking options for protection that you really need to have a look into what will be the best option for you. Personally, for me, I'm on the pill and, you know, I use condoms occasionally. I probably should use them a bit more often, right? Let's be real here. But I do use the pill because I'm sleeping inside person. So... I'm not worried about like STDs, you know, whereas, you know, it's just the case. It's genuinely just the case. If you are sleeping with multiple people, sometimes, you know, STDs can happen and that's completely fine. It doesn't mean anything wrong with you or anything like that. They can just happen. And using things like condoms can help stop an STD from spreading if you have sex with someone who does have one. I think all this stuff is super important. And at the end of the day, as I said, you know, your mom loves you, your friends love you. You should hopefully love yourself and want the best for you I think also talking with your friends can be helpful kind of more for like a banter chat I do that with my I might be like what the heck my discharge was this color what do you guys think and they'll be like oh my god this happened to me too but that conversation might not be constructive in the sense of actually finding out like the information that you really want if that makes any sense how to overcome this I think it just comes to a point where you just have that conversation it's kind of normal it's natural whatever I mean I personally went on the pill when I was 14 because my periods were Super heavy, super long. They went three weeks out of four. And then I wouldn't get them for two months, and I would get them for like, you know, the entire month. It was just really inconsistent and made me feel really, really ill. So I went on the pill quite young. There are so many different options and different, so many different alternatives to the pill. So it's really just personal to your body and what you feel is best. So obviously I did talk to the, about this with my mom. She was also in the room because I was under, you know, underage at the time. So my mom was in the room talking to me about this. So yes, I think as much as I, you know, it's not that deep, but it is. Protection is so important and you know, you should protect yourself. If you would protect your emotional well being and you wouldn't let someone tell you, you know, hate you protect your body, you know, mind, body, soul, it's all connected. Kind of sounds like a disconnected sign, but yeah. How I overcame it, yeah, just kind of brought it up, to be honest. I might be like, I might say to my mom, you know, hey, look, have you considered other forms of birth control? What was your experience doing that? Because I've been considering like UTI, not UTI, I fucking hope not, I've been considering getting like a the rod or ID of, you know, I've asked my mom, oh, you know, have you had this? What did you think about this? All of that. Yeah, I hope that helps but honestly all of this stuff sexual health mental well-being it's also so important so please 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 have a look also i think with talking about like programs at the school i genuinely think even though the one at my school is quite good because they really put like a lot of money into it to try and make it better and get got all these guest speakers that were in their 20s they're kind of more relatable just kind of more fun than the you know sometimes you get things in the classroom and sex ed classes where they just go on and go you know if you have sex you will die if you get this sti you will die when that's like not the truth it's really the way to encourage protection and safe sex is not by scaring people like what the heck I feel like that was me like I feel like I literally got like scared off I'm not gonna lie to you I feel like I was like okay if I have sex I'm gonna hate myself and I'm gonna get pregnant and everything's gonna be shit when it's like what the heck that's definitely not my what my experience is like now like I love it have a great time you know so yeah okay next question wow this episode's getting so long i really loved all the questions you guys have been sending to me so thank you so much for sending them in okay this person said and this is question nine what do you really believe okay do you feel morally capable of doing so or will it merely merely what okay let me say this again question nine do you think that you should say this to your friend or will it just hurt your friend's feeling if you tell them what you think of their partner My friends and I simply want to see my buddy happy but she's been clearly distressed by this boy for a few months to a year. Okay I think there's a huge difference between a few months to a year but I also think nothing should really bother you for more than a few months otherwise I think you kind of need to do something about it kind of change it up if that makes sense. I think you can lightly kind of say hey look you know I don't like your partner for xyz. I don't think you should just like be like oh my god hey let's go for a coffee. I have freaking hate your partner for these reasons I think that's kind of mean I wouldn't really like that someone say that to me but I think if you say it obviously from a point of caring and you are being like hey look you know you seem really stressed about this what's going on with this person how can I help is there anything I can do to help you know then that's a bit different because you're kind of just opening up the space for her or him or whoever to be like hey look yeah I have actually been distressed by something and these are the reasons why And then you guys can just like talk about it, which is good. Because of course you want to see your friend happy, right? We all want to. And you should want that for yourself as well. I genuinely think though, if your partner is not treating you very nicely and obviously definition of nicely varies per person but if someone is being like verbally abusive or very manipulative or whatever just lots of red flags or something that you don't appreciate appreciate doesn't have to be a huge freaking problem for it to bother you i generally think maybe you need to take a step back That's what i would do personally so that's kind of what i would encourage my friends to do is kind of just like take a step back figure out what's what's making you unhappy how can i help you know what can we do whatever i do think though like morally i would want to say something like i actually i take it back i would love to for someone to tell me if one of my friends was like hey look you know you've been every time you hang out with josh you feel like shit you know i think it's got something to do with your relationship i if i hadn't realized myself i'd be like okay like thanks for pointing that out it's really helpful that's all i'll say about that just because i think you kind of have to make up your own mind about whether or not you want to tell your friends and i think you have every right to that's completely fine So yeah. Okay. Last question. Question 10. What are the ways to know if a person is right for you? Okay. This is super open-ended. Let me tell you what I think about this. So also I'm going to write like a completely different podcast episode with kind of relationship red flags and relationship green flags. And when I say relationship, I mean any type of relationship with anyone, you know, your dog, your family, friends, you know, boyfriends, girlfriends, whoever, all that stuff. I think this is all very personal to you but honestly at the end of the day if if you feel happy you feel good you feel like your best self around them you feel energized you get a text message from this person or for me let's say hi I know my dog's right for me I see my dog and I immediately get a smile on my face I'm like oh my god hey can't wait to see you you know love you babes love you little Archie all of that I know it's because we have fun together same with like my friends like the friends that i've kept around because i generally have though keeping cutting out people more but that's just because i have more respect for myself and of my time it's because i feel my best when i hang out with them i know that everything's reciprocated you know obviously it's not the case for all friendships but i think it's up to you to make that list of non-negotiables in a friendship or in a relationship i think you kind of know deep down you might not really want to admit it like oh this you know this person's a bit ah. everyone's had that friend in the past where you've been a bit like oh you know not quite sure about that one not sure if you will last. you know sometimes i make the joke of my the true test of friendships with me it's like can i see them going can i can i be stuck in a hostile room with them for three weeks and not lose my mind or not even not lose my mind but be annoyed or have an argument or can i see them at my wedding are they sitting in the crowd cheering me on being like slay charlotte you know slay girl pussy boss or are they there and in my vision if i can't see them there i'm like okay well there's a reason it's because i don't want you around for that long also friendships are different like different time spans and everything so obviously it's a bit different but i think deep down you just know you know what's right for you and with that i'm gonna finish out the episode thank you so freaking much for joining me today i literally had so much fun doing this i want to record like another episode right now like i've got so much energy this was so much fun i loved it thank you so much for sending in your q a's remember you can always send in heaps you can send up follow-up emails to me or follow-up messages about how any of these situations happened or if you have a similar situation let me freaking know thank you so much for joining me today and i will see you next week on next week's episode on Thursday love you so much. remember to leave a review rate the podcast listen to it with a friend listen it listen while you clean your room while you vacuum your car while you paint. anything love you goodbye.